You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Take one. Knock, knock. Who this? Receiving a Dana, and we can't believe you found a fucking podcast. A podcast. We're so glad you're listening to it. We would never listen to it. I don't even want to listen to it to edit it. I don't even want to wake up in the morning. Receiving a Dana, and we're in the room. Shaving a haircut. Two bits. Two bits pizza. This is like eating a cloud. Oh, God. Speaking of cloud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, Dana. Hi, Stephen. How are you, my love? I'm so happy to be outside in this beautiful day that I didn't know was going to be beautiful. I thought yesterday was supposed to be the warmish day. No. And then we were going backwards. There was rain in the forecast. Well. And today was pretty lovely. Forecasting We are on the choice. Upper West Side, you guys. We are on the Upper West Side. We have banana pudding from mm-hmm. Byron St. Cyr at Magnolia Bakery. Bless. Bless him doing the Lord's work. <laughs> it really is. Bless. I have my chai, iced chai latte. I have an almond milk hot latte because almond milk doesn't get that hot. So it's already not that hot right. when I want it to be. What Stephen Ferrazzi, not that hot. Since 1989. <laughs> Great. So last what have we you left you. Well, I went to Musical Mondays with my crew at Hardware, wow. lived our dreams. Great. Then went to Stephen Ferrazzi's show that he did with Magnolia Bakery's Byron St. Cyr. That's correct. You were and there. And we all saw Sondheim in the City. Churros in tow. Churros in tow from Valerie Buchholz. Yes. Um, yeah, we brought our own churros because <laughs> we're trash. It was I amazing. I had never had a Subway churro. I'm glad she did Steven, that. Stephen, Stephen, your show Have you was... had a Subway churro? <laughs> no. What's no? that? Like the people that sell churros in the Subway. They're really good. Great. They're the length of my arm. Oh, good. Highly, highly suggest. I'll keep my eye out for I also highly suggest seeing Stephen Ferrazzi if he ever has a show, because that was brilliant and really funny, and there were a lot of surprising moments. You changed words. You changed lyrics. Uh Um, It was really fun. Thanks, honey. So, very well done. I'm glad you had a good time. I mean, we had front row seats. You sure did. We sure did. You sure did. You had homework to do, and you made sure you sat. Julia Murney loved it. She did. Penny Fuller loved it. This is a cabaret act. Just you dropping names. Yeah, I did right. something called uh, Sondheim in the City, and we read scenes from Sex in the City and paired them with Sondheim music. Brilliant. And made them. Oh my gosh, I'm fit. <laughs> Are you Very a Sex in cool. the City girl? Uh, you know, I'm not. Unfortunately, I've seen the movie once, but I never watched it. Interesting. But I feel like with Sondheim, it would be a good match. It was fun. <laughs> that person you hear. Sorry, I'm eating a pumpkin loaf. Yeah. Drew, it wasn't me. I'm not eating. That person you hear is Minnesota's very own. Laura Osnes. Yay! Hi, guys. But just wait. Just wait. We will get to her in a minute. Yeah, she's not like a stranger on the street. We know she's here. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> we know she's here. We're on her patio, as a matter of fact. Yeah, um, we are on a rooftop on the Upper West Side in March. I had no idea that was going to happen I'm, today. Me either, and I'm so happy. It I'm so happy. Wait, is that for you? That's is me. Is Penny calling right now? Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'll put her on speaker. Oh, no, she hung up. I'm calling her back. No, call her back. Oh, this is fun. I was like, wait, Penny is literally calling. Shut up. Is that you? It is. You're on speakerphone. We're with Laura Osnes and Dana Craig. Hi, Penny. Well, here's the news. I didn't leave yesterday. I know you didn't leave yesterday. 
Yeah, you called me. You went to Ken Seder. Are you there now? Okay. Well, I'm now in Denver. You're in Denver. Yes, they have to refuel here. Oi. So I thought if he thought, why or I? Why? No, I said oi. Oh, oi. Well, okay. So if you'd like, I will call John Denver if you think he's home. If you text me his number and just say hello. I will. I will see if he's around, and I'll pass on the info. Well, listen, I'm in the middle of the podcast. I will. I'll send you his number. Say hi to Dana and Laura. Hi, Dana. Hi, Penny. Laura Osnes. Laura Osnes, you were in the elevator when she booked South Pacific. Hi, Penny. Hi, honey. Oh, my God. I'd go to Denver to speak to you. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> we were just talking about oh, you, and then we, we looked were. at Stephen's phone, and you were calling. It was so weird. Isn't that weird? So yeah. Weird. Well, has, has he told me the story that I told him to ask you? I guess it's happening next. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess so. Well, listen, um, tell, tell John that I, if I don't reach him, that I'm thinking of him, but I would just sit down. I will. That's very minutes. sweet. Thank you. It's his okay. birthday. All righty. It is? It oh is. Oh, my God. Today? Today. Okay. All right. I'll just sing to expose Perfect. Okay, darlings. All of you have a good time. Thank All you, right. Penny. All right. Love you, Pen. Bye, Pen. That's hilarious. Oh, darling. How do you know she was in the elevator and books? How did you know that? she tells me that story every time I see her. Um, right, so resume. Where were we? Jumping back in. I mean, I did a neti pot one day. Great. I made a crock did pot meal. Did you write meal. that in your schedule? I did. I write every like it's sure really everything. Buy paper towels. That's Scheduled cool. for seven thirty. Like groceries. Get salad, avocado, and low cal French dressing if that exists. <laughs> That's very because I love a You're French so dressing, thorough. but it's mostly sugar. Yep. But like, that's what I want. I still have a paper planner. I write everything. Me too. Out. Me too. Every year I get the peanut moleskin. Oh, how cute. I'm not married to a, to a various brand, but... You do what you're feeling inspired about. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had dentist appointments, we had... I didn't do doctor. much of anything because I was tired. Oh, right. You had, you had two didn't... weeks to decompress after show. Is that... After a one night... After one night... But cabaret no, no, no. that you produce yourself? But it was Sondheim. You get two weeks? It, it was Sondheim. Sondheim that you wrote yourself. Well... Yeah, I mean, you put it together yourself. Yeah. Bit by bit. Um, we saw Love, Simon. We saw Love, Simon. I loved Simon. I did, too. I thought it was cute and, like... We had a ball with Broadway Pin's own and guest of the podcast, Tyson Armstrong. Yes. Our movie pass buddy. Do you do movie pass? Do you like going to the movies? No, I, I do, but I've heard about it, and I haven't it's done stellar. it yet. I don't go quite enough. Mm. I go, like... I go more because I have it. Yeah. I probably would, too. Because the movie ticket here is $16. It's way too expensive. So for $10 a month, if I go once... Once, it's worth it. We do a lot of, like, Netflix and Hulu from our living room. For sure. What are your shows? We're... Okay, we only just started This Is Us. Loving it. 100%. But we are legit on, like, episode seven of season one. Oh, that's Um, great. We watch Riverdale, because my friend Casey's on it. Great. And we are, we did we used to be really into Nashville, and then Raina died, so now we don't watch it as much mm. anymore. Um, there are a lot that I, I should watch that I don't, but I just started Mozart ones. in the Jungle. I've heard I'm it's a amazing. million years late to that party, but happy to be included. Bernadette like <laughs> tweeted about it the other day. It made me want to watch it. 
She's radiant. In she it. is a main character. She nice. is in seven inch heels the entire time. Of course she is. And evening gowns at noon. Evening uh, gowns at noon. I saw her Dolly last week. She was divine. Standing Didn't ovation she? during the show. I cried. Yeah. I was, Didn't she? Yes. I yeah. I saw She's, all the dollies. Yeah, you've seen I've, every dolly. I've, I've, I missed that. I really. Uh, you missed. I missed that. Yes. I saw Donna. Yeah. It's so so great. It's really good. It's so good. It's Broadway. Um, what else happened? We did a march. I did a march. You did a march. I had to work. with Joel. But I was marching to the beat of my own drum in my heart. I mean, that's... <laughs> Speaking of march. Mazel! <laughs> yes. At a restaurant, don't they clap? Yeah. It's really rude. Um, what else did I do? Oh, I saw Bright Colors and Bold Patterns with Dan Fortune. Which you He loved. was not starring in it, but he did do the press for it. Um, and it starred Jeff Hiller. It's directed by Michael Urie. It's a one-man band. Fantastic. I loved it so much. It's, um, it's a tour de force for the actor on stage. You know, he takes you on a roller coaster ride of emotions and uh, binges. Um, but it was fantastic. I and didn't it, love it. I know, I know. And, but um, do you want to talk about it? I do, because I think it's an interesting conversation. It is. We're all in it in different ways. When you see something in your industry, whatever industry that is, but you see something and you don't like it, but you have to go talk to people about it. How do you do that respectfully without lying and without saying the lighting was great because it's in like an off-off Broadway? You can have your own opinion as to why you don't like it. And I think... I know that in the age of social media, it's become a different conversation than... If I'm Maybe. at a table with people, I feel comfortable giving my real opinion. Right, right. But if I check in on social media that I'm at this thing and then don't say anything else about it, <laughs> is that in and of itself and saying like, that I didn't how, like it? Tell me what you what think. I What's think. going on? So you wait till after you have an opinion to decide whether or not you say, oh, by the way, I did this. Maybe. 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 Is Sometimes the I just solution. say, like, oh, it was so fun to see and then tag my friend or something to be like, sure. I'm supporting. Because that's I went real. More to mm-hmm. support. Yeah. N- not necessarily. I love seeing my friends work. Or, or XYZ wasn't my Up kind of show. I asked Penny I about it, and she said, you know, one way that I like to do it is I'm usually one for Greek drama, but I really loved this about this, even though it wasn't my cup of tea. Or you can find something that you liked about it. Or I usually hate this, but I thought this was so great. Sure. Okay, okay, okay. Or, like, you just post the picture, like, hey, at the show with the playbill, and then yeah. that's enough. Like, sometimes yeah. you don't have to follow up with an opinion. You can just sure. say, it happened. I think for me, for me, I loved the character work, like, as an actor, like, what that person was doing. Your critique of it was, like, I would never hang out with that person. It was not a character so that I cared to like spend you. two yeah. hours so, with. So for both, like, I, I think our arguments are just And when there's different. one character, that is troubling. Yeah. For me. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess um, that's why a lot of the characters left in the middle of the show. Like, because it's invisible characters leaving. Interesting. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he's a lot. This pudding is so good. It's so good. I haven't had it in a minute. Oh, I know. Oh, please. It's please. so good. Have a, have... Um, what else? I mean, we can... I didn't mean to cut you off. There's nothing to cut off. I, I mean, I pudding. really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad. Yeah. 
It is funny how it's so subjective, though. Like, you talked about people who, like, I loved this, and then you're like, oh, I missed, I must have missed something mm-hmm. because I didn't feel that way. I mean, for, for me, okay, so the character is living in that space of that mask that you wear when you're, like, super nervous and, like, you put this on and you're, like, super sarcastic or super funny, super funny. Um, and he's, like, on all the time. Mm. And so you're just kind of like, what are you like without that? And just as, like, a normal person. You kind yeah. of see that as the play goes on, and then, like, at the end, he's kind of without it. So I just, I thought that was fun to watch. Cool. Get into it, theater. Get into it, theater. And thank you, Dan Fortune, for taking me. That was very lovely. Um, what else happened? I don't know. That's it. What I don't know. We you? had, like, 100 nor'easters. <laughs> Which is basically just rain and wind. I guess. Or snow that melts the next day. And now it's a near Easter. (laughs) We're near Easter. (laughs) That's good. I liked it. Thanks. This is an Easter miracle. Yeah, tomorrow's April 1st. April Fools. That's weird that that's on Easter Day is April Fool's Day. Yeah. I know. What does that say? We have plans. We're going to go to Val's. He's risen. Just kidding. Yeah. No, actually, he's risen. <laughs> he's risen. Well. Girl, he be riz. He's, he's trying. Um, yeah, we're going to a brunch. What, do you, what are your Easter um, My things? husband and I are going to go to church in the morning and then go to brunch. And then Jesus Christ Superstar is on TV yes. live tomorrow night. So we are Great. getting together with some friends on the east side to yes. watch. Together. Guest of the podcast, Kevin Thomas Garcia, will be doing hair on that. Yes. Exciting. Yes. He was practicing his cornrows <laughs> last night. <laughs> and we just had breakfast at his place this morning. We yes. did. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you. He wasn't there. Um, do we I, introduce our guest? I at mean, this point? I think we tried. Uh, <laughs> you know her from any Broadway show. Literally any. Yeah. I've I've seen you in a few. Yeah. I miss Bonnie and Clyde and I Most regret that. It. It only I regret for that. Two Drew Hollenbeck saw it thrice. Oh. Loved it so much. One for him and one for each of us. Yeah. There one, you go. Yes. Um now I saw you in Cinderella. I loved Cinderella, I loved Bandstand. Yeah. And I saw Bandstand. Loved both I didn't of think them. I was gonna love Bandstand, if I can be honest. That's I, I just most didn't know. No one I didn't know. And then I walked in and I was in the last row of the mezzanine. And I'm telling you, right this way, I had hit the wall. Yes! I love that. I lost I love my that. mind. Did you know we started previews a year ago today? <gasps> I mean, not when they listen to this now. Not when they listen to this, but March 31st. I'll never forget that. Oh. And it was Corey oh. Cott's birthday yesterday, so. Happy birthday, Corey oh, Cott. Yeah. That was my first foray into Corey Cott land. And boy, Band howdy. Sand? Yeah. It's a good land. Wait, was he in, I don't know if I, was he in Newsies? He was in, he replaced Jeremy Jordan in Newsies and then played opposite Vanessa Hudgens in Gigi on Broadway. I, I saw might have missed him in all Newsies. of that. <laughs> I saw it all as well. But boy, I was like, I'm straight he's, now because he's amazing. Yeah, I know. He's incredibly talented and yes, dashing and handsome and charming. And uh, I think we had like front row seats. It was Karina Langrup and I. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, no. Yes, maybe? I think so. Maybe. We all went to college together. Yeah. And yeah. then um, he learned oh, to play piano crazy. for the role. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I so admired his work I ethic. I didn't know that. And, yeah. I did the first reading, and then I didn't do the second reading. I was busy, and then I joined it again for the third reading and workshop out of town, Broadway. So how long from kind of, hey, do you want to do this new thing? We're going to call it bandstand. Three to years. Three. Three years. A long time. It's a long time. You just know See, people know. think Broadway is just good, like, real quick. 
You know, you work on this for years before. Like, well, there's sometimes any piece it of is. Advertising. Right. Sometimes it is. And I it love is. when they're like, how do you choose what projects are you part of? And I was like, I wish it worked that way. I'm like, we all have to audition and workshop things and see what's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I didn't I actually didn't fall in love with Bandstand immediately. I almost, I almost said no to the lab when we did that before the out of town because I had a friend's wedding and I was like you know what I, I don't know how I feel about the show I really want to be there for my friend's wedding and so I said no and they called back and said Andy Blankenbuehler was like if we switch the days of the lab will you join us and I said well okay and thankfully that wow. all happened because then I did the lab and that's when I really fell in love with the show after seeing it on its feet and living out the character instead of presenting it behind a music stand right. and seeing who what this actually was that's when I really fell in love with it and yeah I was very glad it did and Beth Lovell played your mom. I know. She's, she's nailing it. Oh my gosh, Hi, that's honey. my dog. That's Lila. Hi, Lila. She went potty, so she's very happy about Good herself. Girl. <laughs> um, so yeah, I too. love Beth. Man, she's she's just wonderful. And especially the show. I there were so many guys in the show that like yeah. I was thankful for her. Again, didn't know that estrogen going into it. I did no research, and I just saw a poster with like ah! guys kind of behind you, and then you in this gorgeous red. I was right. Like, oh, this is going to be something where she sings at me all night, and I just am so happy. <laughs> right. And then it was yeah. instruments and, it kind of is and that, yeah. head hitting the wall and. I'm glad you loved it. Material. Yeah, it was me, and we got to meet so many veterans. Like we all really, we did a lot of research. The show was kind of without PTSD and guys returning from oh, war. Oh, there were waterworks at the end of that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Piece. And just the They're, healing, the healing power of music, and how these guys use that in their relationships with each other to essentially beautiful kind of recover from the tra- the trauma of war. Do you want to come on? Wow, Lila wants in on this interview. Lily, you can jump up. She has opinions for days. She liked bandstand. She loved did she like bandstand? Um uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess she did. Rave reviews. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those cast albums that I listen to because it almost doesn't sound like a cast album. Oh. It's like a different What do you mean? Like I can listen to it A out of context and still be like, this is a beautiful song and I don't need the whole story and the moment and the right. all of that to enjoy it in my ears. But it also, it sounds like it's from another time. It doesn't sound like yeah. a 2017 cast album. That's what I love about and it, I, too. Oh, true. That's a nice true. Change. change in my ears. The cast album, to me, I, I like listening to it now. At first, I didn't because I was used to, on stage, hearing the rawness of the band literally feet away from me. And the album, to me, sounds so, like, produced and clean. Sure. That it actually took away the, like, the like rawness and the heart that I felt during the show every night. So now I'm at the point where like nostalgic wise, I'm happy to listen to it. But did you kind of feel like, I don't want to say rock star, but like a recording artist (laughs) Yeah, there because you were playing. I did. It was like that old timey swing and like the microphone and everything that I got to have like was, yeah, it was really, and yeah, the band was blaring and I did. I got to feel like a, a real jazz singer in a, yeah. in a club or something. It was really fun. Yeah. I mean, that's different than Cinderella. Oh, she doesn't sure. have a microphone. Completely she gets microphone different. No mic stand. Nope, no mic stand. No mic stand for Cinderella. <laughs> she Unless you stick it on the end of a broom. Yeah, or a magic wand or something. Yeah, come on. Um, <clears throat> which I also want to talk about, but I want to rewind to, you guys went to college together. Yeah, In Wisconsin. <laughs> How did you choose Wisconsin. Um, I was fortunate enough to get to look at or visit tons of colleges, actually. And I knew I wanted to pursue musical theater. 
And the only two places I could really see myself at were Cincinnati Conservatory and Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Like, I'm telling you, I looked at, like, Michigan, CCM, Carnegie Mellon, Ithaca, Syracuse, Juilliard, oh. Boston Conservatory. Like, I You're visited literally all naming them. all of the schools. Yep, I am. I got to visit <laughs> them all. And wow. there was something about every one that I just was like, this sounds, this, this looks great, but it's not for me. Yeah. I just could tell. So I really recommend that to a lot to college students while they're while they're applying, not to waste their time applying and auditioning to schools that they really don't actually get excited about or can see themselves at. So I auditioned for Cincinnati Conservatory in Stevens Point, and I didn't get into Cincinnati, and I did at Stevens Point, so wow. I went to Stevens Point. That's kind of how it, it narrowed down for me. I heard about Stevens Point initially because my friend Danny McHugh went there, and Danny and yes. I grew up doing theater together in Minnesota. Yeah. So that's how I initially... It's kind of a word-of-mouth school. It is a little <laughs> bit, and I feel like it's getting more and more on the map a little bit. They yeah. have a really, really strong triple threat program of all the schools I looked at, like seriously. And it was next door to Minnesota, so I knew I was still yeah. like close to family, but, but far doing enough your own away. Thing. Yeah, exactly. That's And it was great. cheap. And it was, it was literally like... 35 minutes from my house. Amazing. Great. Yeah. Amazing. I remember passing this night. She took me to Wisconsin for Thanksgiving. Oh, how fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got, got to meet all the All Craigs. the fams. Yeah. Oh, how a... many were at Thanksgiving? 40? 38. 38. Ooh, wow. We did a count off. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it was really fun. It was a great school. I feel like I really learned a lot, but I only went for a year. I, got, I ended up getting offered a job back in Minneapolis to intern at the Children's Theater Company for a year, and I decided to take a year off and pursue that job. Was that Chernhassen? That was the, chil- the Children's Theater. The CTC. Children's it's Theater. It's called the Children's Theater Company, <clears throat> CTC, in Minneapolis. And it's like a renowned, it's like a Tony Award winning. They originated Frog and Toad. Oh, cool. Originated there. Um, and so I interned there I figured there you wouldn't have left school to not go somewhere world-renowned. Oh, you know, yeah, well, <laughs> like, true, true. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that's what happened. And then I was thinking, like, I can either stay in the classroom and pay to learn or I can get paid to learn on the job and like be in shows and get yeah. points toward my yeah. equity card and stuff like that. And so you were already a, like a professional performer, <laughs> entertainer, actress, singer, dancer when you were a freshman in college. Sweet for saying that. Thank I mean, I mean thank that's you. true. I, I mean, I did grow up working a lot in Minneapolis. I knew this is what I wanted to do, like, since forever. I've never really had another plan. So, um... We... Okay, so we... We lived in the same dorm. And we lived on the same floor. Baldwin, I think. Oh, then I don't think we lived in the same, because I was... Really? I mean, I lived in a few dorms, so maybe it's not Baldwin. I knew I was in Burroughs Hall. Yes. Yes. And I was on, like, the non-drinking floor. Like, Yeah, whatever floor I was on was, like, all girls. Yeah, all girls. Maybe we did. Did you, did you room with B? Or I like, roomed with Kiki, Kirsten. Kirsten. And B was down the hall. Then, yes. B was our, yes. Yes, yes. I, I lived on that, like, L. Oh, yeah, because Allie was over there. Were you, did you room with Al, Allie? I did not room with Allie. Karina, I think, roomed with Allie. Okay. I roomed with... Love this game so she, much. I wish we had like a seating chart. Yeah, right, a family tree. It was bad. These people don't know these but, people. It's okay. But my, I mean, my roommate was so awful that I, there was the basement where you could go and sing your face off. <clears throat> yep. And you did that all the time. So my remembrance of you was just singing in the basement. 
like because oh there was like a little like practice room. I don't think there was a piano next in to it. the laundry. Yeah, no, it was just like a but room. Like, you would like go take your and like sing along with it. And yes, yeah. <laughs> I like forgot. You kind yeah. of forget that happened until you said that. And yeah. Like, oh yeah, I did do that. When you said Borough Hall, I'm just like, oh god. See, I, I think mean, of that's where PTSD. you get off to go to right. IKEA in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and like Stephen went here. Yeah, for school. Oh, Which really? was so crazy. Yes, I went to Marymount, Manhattan, oh, yeah. and I did I not major in theater because um, I felt the program was too rigid. Huh. It felt almost like a conservatory, and sure. I didn't want that. Sure. Um, That's so smart. I kind you of, know what you want Yeah, I picked, I looked at the catalog and picked the major that required the least amount of credits. Did That's that. how you decided which was? Communications. Oh. Yeah. I feel like that would be a lot of like reading and writing and things that would be hard. It certainly wasn't for me. Great. Um, Good for you. <laughs> but that gave me time to audition outside of school and do readings and meet Jen Bender and sure. mm-hmm. like, lay your foundation do benefits here. all the time. And it's how I met everyone I know now. Yeah. See, everybody's path is so different. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like five step plan to follow. Yeah. Oh, I mean there was. I mean, what is your your advice to people because oh your your path is kind of crazy crazy town. unique like I won a reality show <laughs> yeah I won like with a, a reality team. show involved. yeah I forgot about that it. was my big break I forgot about it but like yeah. not Sandy and Grace. like totally deserved yeah I mean this is someone it who's worked. worked worked her butt off since she was five years old like so obviously following the dream but yeah I never thought that would be part of my story I've always wanted to be on Broadway, and like when this reality show was like, if you win, you get to be on Broadway. I was like, well, maybe this will be my big break. And, and imagine if you didn't, because you were like, no, everyone auditions for it. Just... Right. Or if I had never left school, then yeah. I never would have thought about that. Like, I, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. My story probably won't happen to you, but my <laughs> <laughs> my advice in the midst of that, it could, well, but it probably I mean, it probably won't. Starring Laura. Reality and, is a, a real thing, you guys. It's true. True that. Um, I always say, like, be yourself. I know it sounds really cliche, but um, I feel like bringing, bringing the, the best of who you are and those unique talents that you have been given into the room are going to be the most attractive and most authentic. And the minute you try to be either what they want you to be or what you think they want, um, it's not sincere. And I feel like that's what I did on The Grease Show. Like, I, I knew I couldn't... I couldn't be Olivia Newton-John, and I couldn't be any of these other girls. So I'm just going to be myself, and even if that means I'm standing in the back, then I can, like, I kind of had this upward spiral instead of maintaining something that was at a high level and being in the forefront and then having to maintain that. I kind of came from behind, which I thought was kind of I cool. feel like a lot of people think being yourself is a risk. Well, sure. Did it's you vulnerable. Find, did you feel that way? You're like, I'm going to roll the dice. And on television. My, yeah, on television. I think what people feel is that it's not enough. Yeah, or, or maybe it's a risk or it's it's very vulnerable. And now doing concert work and things like that that I do now, like, it is hard to trust that yourself is enough. It's kind of, it's safer to have a character to hide behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day... I personally think it will come across as false or or ungenuine. Yeah. Disgenuine? Is that a word? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Google. Exactly. Siri? Is oh, that, does that have any bearing on how you choose your projects? Actually, yeah. I would say it if does. You're in a position now where you do have choice and you have... Thankfully. Options. Yeah. You don't have to say yes to everything for fear of not Never knowing whatever's again. next. 
Although you're always afraid. You're like, am I ever going to work again? Like, what's going to happen? Sure. Um, but now at this point that I've established myself as being a certain type or whatever, it's kind of fun to break the mold. Um, like something like Bonnie and Bonnie and Clyde is like, oh, I get to be the bad girl. But still, like Bonnie, I, after doing research, I realized that like Bonnie was a straight A student. She dreamed of being on Broadway. She liked to write poetry. All of things of which I kind of was. <laughs> so like, it was cool to even still find similarities between this character, badass character that I was playing, and myself. And then, um, you know, Cinderella was very like in the comfort zone. Who doesn't want to play Cinderella, though? Uh, Let's be real. I mean, it's magical. I want to play Cinderella. Uh, My right? first word was Cinderella. Uh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Are you serious? Did you not know that? Oh, you're legitimately for real. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you were kind of kidding. Oh, that. no. 100% real. Oh, my gosh. You're like, you can't say mama and dada, but you're like, Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, all I did as a kid was watch Into the Woods. Brilliant. There you go. And my mom would just Sound rewind time. the tape every four hours. There you go. And so, Cinderella. That's pretty special. Reality television, Broadway, um, was that a positive experience for you? Did you like the camera? Did you like like the not sure. knowing week to week with a group of other people who were like in the same boat? boat. It, um, here's the thing. I'm really glad I did it mm -hmm. because it made my dream come true and put me on the map. Sure. But I don't think I would ever do it again. You don't want to do Big Brother. No. Uh, gosh, no. Big Brother, Broadway edition. Oh, <gasps> Who would you put in the house? How many people are there? Ooh. Mary Testa. Um, <laughs> Jackie Hoffman. Oh, Anyone who did Santa too. There. That'd be a fun house. Tony Roberts. Tony oh Roberts. Gosh. I love Tony. I helped him with his together. memoir. I remember. My gosh, memoir. I need to read his memoir. I don't think I have it. I'll give you a darling. Oh, darling of you. Great. Um... But reality TV is weird. And sure. the thing is, I felt in my heart that I was supposed to go and do that. That's another whole story. But, like, I was doing a production at Chanhassen at the time, and I was, like, heard about this. And I wrote a letter to the director and said, I'm feeling like I should go do this, but I'm in your show right now. Like, how would you feel about letting me out for the weekend? And he, like, gave me permission to go. Like, the doors just opened. It was sure. really amazing. So flew to L.A. and then made it to the next level. Had to call him and be like, I have to I stay an extra board. week. Yeah, exactly. So I thought I was going to ruin my relationship with that theater and then just kept making it to the next thing and ended up winning. And now they, like, love me. But, right, right, <laughs> but right. it's like, it was, it's crazy. You have to be so careful about what you say on reality TV because they can take any sort of clip sure. and spin it. Was that constantly going Same with constant. the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> That's why you want to edit it. Right. <laughs> I'm saving all these clips. Oh gosh, because they so really they really can paint you in any way and it's it's just you just have to be very wise about how you go about doing it if you care. If you care about sure. that, which I did at the time, but we yeah. were all so young. We were 19 to 23. Who else was on it as far as the Sandys go? All big deals. Ashley Spencer was my runner-up. She has wow. done five Broadway shows, yeah. four Broadway shows, five Broadway shows, and she's married to Jeremy Jordan, who was my Clyde in Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> and then Allie Schultz, who now people may not know her as much. She is like teaching yoga and still in the New York, still in New York City, but hasn't like done Broadway stuff. Kate Rockwell, starring in Mean Girls. Sure. Um, and Kathleen Monteleone, who was in Hands on a Hard Body yeah. on Broadway. Ooh, I love that. Um, and then Juliana Hansen, who is in L.A., and she was like Jasmine in Disneyland and Aladdin. Oh, cool. For like three years until that show just closed, like last year. 
I love it. And are you guys like all in touch still? Yeah, there are many texts. I mean, that's a huge. There's not a text thread. I feel like that's just a huge like life experience that whoever you go through it with, oh, yeah. that's that's bonding. Well said. That's bonding exactly it. I call well bonding and Clyde. I definitely with Max Crum who won the show with me. Yes. I call him my war buddy. Because I do, on. I feel like we went through this thing together that no one else really knows. And, and then, then beyond the reality show, through like your Broadway debuts, exactly, and originating it and, and like doing the press album, press and, and all these things. Yes, album, all of those things that came along with that as a first time experience. Max and I shared together, and um, I just texted him a couple days ago. So yeah, we do all still like keep in touch here and there for sure. What a treat! Which what is a, really I'm cool. Glad that that like was positive. Kind of it was positive every... for me because I won, <laughs> like sure. gratefully. I I feel like it is it is kind of a scarring experience. Um, again, very vulnerable and very a lot of pressure and very competitive. And I feel like I got, I got the positive end of it. A lot of people got close and didn't, or have you know kind of negative memories of the the pressure it was a lot and we were all so young like I said but yeah. from yes I think overall we got along very well considering the what we were going yeah. through and yes we all I escaped think being theater kids helps with that Completely. I don't think yes. that yes I think that even though you don't win I mean there's very few times that I've ever seen people in a hallway and been like well, I hope you don't get it Right. Actively hoping <laughs> exactly. that you lose. We, we have learned that rejection it's, is part of the It's just not our game. bag. And respect yes. for anyone who... And at the end of the day... ...is even on the show to begin with. Right. At the end of the day, there's right. one reality show for theater kids. This is it, and you're on it. Yeah. Right. You're getting exposure. Yeah. yeah. You're getting an opportunity that is already winning in a way. <laughs> That's I say very this true. as somebody who has never been on a Broadway reality show. Right, but it was good exposure for a lot of them, and ev- everybody is worried. You know, a lot of people went on, on to... Grease has closed. Yep. Oh, completely. We're good. Completely. I um I fell asleep during this week's drag race and I woke up and there were two grown men, two queens weeping. Like like <laughs> oh ugly, crying because they were in the bottom two and they had to do a you know the lip sync for their life. And they were weeping. They're like, oh I don't want to go home. And I'm like, wow. first of all. <laughs> Everyone will remember your names because you are part of the contestants. Right. We know all of them. Yeah, you're you're part of the show. Great British Baking Show. You go home the first episode. Guess what? You don't get in that tent if you're a bad baker. It's true. You're already famous. It's true. This is not. This is not shade to anyone who feels bad about losing. I'm just saying. You still. We think you're still famous. Absolutely. We are still following you on Instagram. We care about your journey. I will see you at Hardware when you perform. And I have to say, there was no doubt that every single person who made it to the finals of Greece, the six boys and six girls, were incredibly talented. Sure. It it came down to more than like talent. It's yeah. like, who yeah. has that thing that's gonna... The Zaza and, Zoo. And the America Zaza voted. Zoo. So a lot of times it's just America a favorite. It's just a favorites game. You're like, oh, I like she that. She was wearing she has... that cute top. She's mine. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm completely serious. 100%. I'm completely serious. So thank you, America. You, I mean, <laughs> you to are watch America's you sweetheart. was thrilling. I mean, as, Dana, you know, thank people you. were like, she was in my acting class and now I'm watching her on reality TV. <laughs> Hometown. I hope she wins. Uh, what's crazy is they I called me Small Town Sandy, and I'm from like Minneapolis, like not small town. But I think that actually helped me because it made me relatable to everyone in Middle America yeah, who yeah, was yeah. watching and voting. Yeah. Like there was like ballerina Sandy, there was like rock chick Sandy, you know, all the sure. different. They gave us nicknames, and I was Small Town, and I think it it actually made me 
relatable Girl to next a man. Yep. I'm just I'm yep. just here trying to get a job. Sorry, I am banana pudding, Sandy. I'm that Color. is true. I am completely banana pudding, Sandy. If today I had to have a nickname, that's what it would be. Hi ho! Speaking of nicknames, there are uh, seven very well-known dwarves in history. If you were the eighth dwarf, what would your name be? (laughs) This is maybe my favorite question I've ever... Um, I actually, I think Sweetie. Sweetie. Because I do have a sweet tooth. I love to bake. And um, maybe... I feel like it has to end in an E because that's how they all are. Like dopey, dappy, sleepy, sweetie. You know the drill. Yeah. Sweetie. I would sweetie. I would call you sweetie. All right. I mean, that's a layered name. It means so many things. I know. It is kind of a very, now that I'm thinking about it, like a lot of people have that nickname, sweetie. But I would do No one has said that yet. I would do it almost. We got a Margaret, but we didn't get a sweetie. E, like almost like with a Y, not like I E. Like, oh, I saw it with a Y in my head. Sweetie. Yeah. Oh, you did? In my head, there was definitely a Y. There was a Y. There was a Y for me. Me too. That was sweetie with a Y. It's like, um, it's not sweetie with an E. Was that on Will and Grace when he's like, My name is Philip? And she's like, Oh, thanks, Philip. And then he's Philip. like, No, Philip with a PH. And he's like, I said Philip with an F. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, great. This I question is from Eric Harper. Okay. He asks, Well, maybe you already answered it, but like the trajectory of your career, are you, are you shaping it? And how do you? Sh- how are you shaping it? Oh, wow. Um, I think that's something you can try to do but can never fully predict. Um, my you career... can only do what exists. Yes. And... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Meta moment. Can't do what doesn't exist. You can dream about things. And I feel or like... make it exist. Even in my dreams, I don't think I quite would have set my career to go the way it has. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, sure, I, like, had a trajectory, but it's, like, almost gone different and beyond and better than I could have hoped so far. Um, I think you do have to be smart. Yeah, we did kind of start talking about this. We did. Um, After Greece, like, I was offered something on Broadway that I didn't want to do, and that was, like, I actually turned it down. Turning down your second Broadway show. Yeah, and my Was it the timing, and you could do it now, or... No, it, it was me? more like you never want to do it. I I didn't want I didn't want to do it at the time, and this is like bringing yourself to a role. That's where I almost kind of went into that. Not that we have to get into like specifics, but like I was like that role isn't me, and like I I wouldn't be proud of that show, or I wouldn't be. I that's just that's not who I am. I'm I'm a good actress, so maybe I booked the role, but I didn't. I didn't feel confident or I didn't want to do that like eight times a week. As somebody with zero Tony Award nominations, I also think about that. Like, I'm not the chorus kid that goes to every call at 5 a.m. just because it's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I'm very aware of my type. I'm very aware of my vocal range. I'm very aware that I'm not a tenor. I'm very aware of these elements. And then I go see things. I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't wake up and go to that. And smart it in that perspective of like it is something you're gonna have to do eight times a week. Yep, that's a lot. You got it. You want to love you, it, or even like like it a little, like something like it a little. enough to do eight times a week. Yep. 
And making that choice was really hard because I was like, am I ever going to work again? And so, but that was a trajectory. That was like, that's not the right next step for me to do after Greece and this launching thing. I like, my next move is very important. And yes. at the time you were so young. Like, so how young. I was 21. Terrifying to be like, I don't want that show. I know. Or like this, yeah, this isn't the right next thing for me. And I, I feel like at the end of the day, I listened to my gut on that. And I feel like because of that, my career has been like, whoosh, like through the roof. To thine own self so be true. That's totally, that's why I say like, listen to your heart, be yourself. Like, it's funny how that actually, it was like a test to be like, are you, you know, are you in tune? Are you listening? Cool. You made that bold move. And now I'm going to like give you what is meant for you. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And, and so. of course the time in between was spent with your teeth chattering and <laughs> sobbing and. Totally. You don't have to take that first <laughs> carrot. Wait for the second carrot. <laughs> right. And I ended up booking South Pacific was my next thing. And I, to be honest, yes. I was in callbacks for Little Mermaid the same week to replace wow. Sierra Bogus. And I way more wanted Little Mermaid. I wanted that. South Pacific, I was like, I didn't grow up watching that movie. Like, I don't, yeah. that's whatever. I didn't grow up watching that movie. And like. Little Mermaid was like, I was in the final six for Mermaid. I bought Heelys and practiced, and I found out I didn't get it. And I was, like, heartbroken. And then literally the next day, while I was also in callbacks for South Pacific, I found out I booked South Pacific to replace Kelly O'Hara. And that was, like, career-changing, even more so than Grease In the almost. elevator with Penny Fuller. Because you were supposed to be playing Anne and in the in Light Music. music. <laughs> At White Plains. Second day of rehearsal, I found out I booked South Pacific, and so I had to say adieu to a little night music. And that, see, now that I could have never imagined, trajectory-wise. And yet, that ended up being, like, the best thing that could have ever happened for my career. Because it legitimized me beyond being the reality TV show girl. Which Little Mermaid may not have done. You can do it twice. Yeah. You can do it again. I could now if I had to, because, right. It was... It wasn't America voting for the popular girl. It was America voting for the And, like, playing girl. Sandy. It was, like, to play Nellie in this, like, Tony Award-winning production, O'Hara. succeeding Kelly O'Hara. Thank you. And I had four callbacks for that. I, I had four series of auditions for that. So I knew that he didn't cast me because of my, like, reality TV name. Sure. Which was Lincoln very Center. small. Yeah. So that, to me, was amazing. Um, and just so, so awesome. And then, you know, getting to originate a role like Bonnie and Bonnie and Clyde or, you know, even like Bandstand. I mean, that's, that's the best. Like, that's really rewarding and cool because you're like, no one else has done this before. And I'm getting to be the one on this, on the cast album. I'm the original. Yeah. I'm it. Um, and so, yeah, you do, you do have to make choices all the time. And then there, I was like in final callbacks for Bring It On when I was in final callbacks for Bonnie Clyde. Like when Bonnie Clyde was and I like chose to not even go to my final callback for Bring It On because I knew I wanted to do Bonnie Clyde. Like things like that, yeah. date, like monthly, those conversations are happening. So yes, you do have power. And I'm all, you're always like, what if? In fact, I do a whole concert called The Paths Not Taken. And it's songs from roles I almost did but never got to. And yes. there's, a, there's an Anne Edger- Edgerton medley Great. in it. Um, there's a song from Bring It On in it. There's a song I from the sh- there's a song from the show idea. I turned down after Greece in it. So it's all yes, our, the the whole your whole career is decisions all the time, and yet I still feel like everything kind of happens for a reason, and well, you kind of you kind of end up where you're supposed to be as long as you are you know making choices kind of wisely and however you think is right for you. I mean, that takes someone who this knows themselves. Extensive. My favorite thing. This is extensive. Lila is still licking Steven all over the place. For 25 minutes. Get into it. Okay. <laughs> Your earlobe will be gone. Her breath is not good either. Neither is mine. I just had an espresso. <laughs> 
What, what are your rituals pre-performance? Any New York rituals? Mm. Um, I feel like people ask that a lot. I'm not like a, I must do these three things to go on stage. Um, I like to get there, you know, kind of early-ish. I like to go visit my co-star and castmates just to kind of check in before the show. Um, yeah, seeing somebody for the first time on stage is awkward. Yeah, you're like, oh hi, how, like how was your night and morning? What is like this, you Carson? Just, you just yeah. want to like check in for a minute. <laughs> yeah, you're like dancing with somebody. You're like, I have no idea what you've been up to. But it is funny because you like did just see them last night on stage, right. but you still like a whole night away in morning you or day. You just say hello to the person before you can say hello to the character. It's true. It's just like it's respect. funny. It's true. It's funny how you're that a person happens. First. Um, so yeah, checking in. I usually don't get dressed. I mean, I like will stretch a little bit, warm up, but I usually don't get dressed till literally like places call. <laughs> like I'll get in my unders and maybe wear a robe or something, and then like when they call places, I like oh, put the dress on and zip up and go. Like it's funny how you know it really kind of does become a job after a while. Mm-hmm. As yeah, much I guess, as I love it, I guess like it's a routine. Cinderella and bandstand like starts off with a pretty easy costume. Yes, so easy. And in fact, in Cinderella and Bandstand, I make one entrance and then I leave and I don't come on for like 20 minutes. Cool. So I was, that was great. great. I'm like, Corey, you tell that story. Just great. Yeah. Let them all fall in love with you. I'll see you in 25 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to go finish my tea. Yeah, totally. On those matinee days, it was especially nice to have an extra like half hour to warm up. If you were cast on Orange is the New Black... Which I don't watch. What? I'm horrible. <laughs> what would... You, you don't really have to watch it okay, to answer this, for this question. question. What would your character go to jail for? Oh. <laughs> Wait, my character? Like me. Like Laura. Yeah, so you're on Orange is the New Black and you're in jail because you did blame. Is this to like is this should this relate to my life or like if it if I was a character? You're like, yes, what, I get to play this. What a good actress. Right here. <sighs> You're like, what's my backstory? Like, I would want it to be, like, really bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, for my own life, I would, I'm trying to think of something realistically that you I do. You stole jelly like, beans from Dylan's. <laughs> yes. Like, that's, like, <laughs> seriously. I'm like, oh, I never, like, murdered anybody. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, no, actually, I would want it to be for some sort of really, like, for, like, conniving some really smart multi-step thing. Yeah. Like so a Jessica Chastain. It's not just, like, I stabbed somebody. Can. Like, I need... Not anyone can do that. Oh my gosh, this is bad. This Something is getting dark. Something that takes time and <laughs> process. And, and like smartness and conniving. cleverness. Conniving. <laughs> like any, like, yeah. That takes strength. Like, like top of the food chain. Like they had to get a million other people before they could even get to you. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Out a girl. Something really it. like based on my smarts. Um, what are some dream roles that you probably will never play? <laughs> oh, that, re- that really gets asked. Effie, we all got paid. I mean, yes! Um, and be oh it because gosh. of type. I mean, I think obviously everyone wants to play Effie, and nobody at this table will ever play Effie. You're right. And if we ever do, actually, kill me, because that's disrespectful. Like, I grew up listening to, like, Miss Saigon, and, like, sure. I will always, I'm like, I will never be Kim. I will never, or, like, Timon in Once on the yeah. Island. Like, yeah, I will never be. Those, those are more the ones. King. Oh my gosh. Her name is Timon, right? Like you, Her name Young is Timon. Okay. Like, I would love to see us Timon and I thought Pumba. about that for a second. And I'm like, can you see what's Timon. Happening? You're right. Timon. Yeah, you're right. Actually, sure. I would I would love to play Timon. I would like and to Lion play King. anything Nathan Lane has ever done. Yeah. Any Nathan Lane role. Oh, wait. Wasn't he Pumbaa? Oh, maybe. 
Even so. Um, let's okay. see. I mean, something epic like Jean Valjean, you know, if there's something like that, like that would be so cool. But like Kim and Miss Saigon is like a realistic one where I'm like, oh, like I grew up listening to Leia Salonga being like, my voice sounds like yours, but I can't ever play this role. You should um, do like a bring him home at Miscast I, maybe, or Broadway Backwards That would be something. fun. I did Miscast a few years ago. I did Singing in the Rain and I tapped and it was so fun. It's very cute. That was before, that was like years, that was before they taped it. Now they mm. tape it. I mean, that's like a thing. Yeah. I've been here fun. long enough where Did you all just watch, um, ooh, I, uh, Kat- not Katrina, something L-E-N-K, Ka- Katrina, Katrina Link. Katrina. Mm-hmm. It's not Kat, okay. Katrina uh, Link. Do, if, if I, I were a rich man, man yes. With oh, her fiddle. Oh, oh, from The Band's Visit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And she was in that really great show that I saw. Uh, Indecent. That we all saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indecent. Indecent. You guys have seen Bands Visit, haven't you? I have not yet. I know. I'm in big trouble with everyone I it's know. It's on the list. It's pretty, ca- it's captivating. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. Sure. I mean, it's very, it's like mystical and like captivating. Myla, are you cold? She's like, <laughs> you're so cute. Aww. Yes, Bands Visit. I'm And all the people singing it. all the songs at Miss Cast. It was fun. Um, what are other, what? like, you do the Disney, or the Broadway princess party. Broadway princess party. What are other princesses you would like to tackle? Oh. Like, do you see yourself as a belle? Yeah, totally. You're, um, to- you're totes a belle. But that's, like, dream roles that I would never be cast in. Like, that's, like, oh, I'm a sh- I would be a shoe in Well, maybe. I Knock on wood. I'm like, I'm so perfect for that. I'm going to be but, Yeah, no, no Belle but like, you haven't belle aged out of that. so fun. Still- I, I literally moved here in 2007, and that's when it closed, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> so like I was doing it when it closed. It was like a weird overlap. Oh really? I was doing it in LA. Oh how fun! Uh, Who did you play? Weekend. I was the pepper shaker and Rock wolf on. number one. Yes. And the grape seller. Pepper grape. shaker. Oh yeah. Featured dance track guest. back in my dancing Have days. Have you ever done that show, Dana? Uh, what show? Beauty and the Beast. No. 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 I've never done it. I've never done it, and it would be super fun. It's fun. I thought they might maybe after when the movie came out like. Spark a Broadway revival because of the new thing. Mm-hmm. But. Susan Egan is about to do Belle again. I know. At the theater that I did it at 10 years ago. Oh, no way. I heard that announcement. You know, Susan is doing our Broadway Princess Party. We, we were Didn't launching know. it on a national level, and we, we brought it to California last December, and it's me and Susan and Courtney Reed, who is Jasmine. I love Courtney. And me too. And it's um, the three of us, and we're doing it all over the country this summer. No so way. So follow us on Instagram at Bway Princess. Party PTY. B-Way Princess PTY. Potty. It almost says potty. potty. <laughs> Disney Princess Potty. There's too many characters. Oh my God. B-Way Princess Potty. That Follow us around all of our days. We're going into, to San Francisco. Do you hover over the toilet or cover it? I can't believe you just has uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is a New York question because public restrooms are. Actually yeah. hover. I cover. Because I don't have the core strength. I think I maybe use it as that. I'm like, this is the one exercise I'm going to get today. <laughs> this is my one spot. I'm going to squat. Um, great. So I'm just um, the luckiest one at the table. Right. You are. Your earlobe is completely I wish gone. you guys could see Lila go potty. She kind of, she does like a tripod situation where she definitely like hovers on the sidewalk a little bit. It's interesting. Like a yoga pose? Kind of. <laughs> Cut that out. 100%. Kidding. Um, Whatever. No, we can't. Nobody needs to know how my dog Broadway's the dream. Is it still the dream, or is that dream shifted? Can you have multiple dreams? Answer all of those questions. Great. 
Um, I'd love to see you in a movie, in a movie musical. That, that would be one. fun. That would be fun. Ooh. People always ask if I want to do TV film. And to be honest, Broadway has always been my dream. And it still is my dream and my happy place. When I get a theater audition, I get excited about it. I prepare. When I get a TV audition, this was pilot season. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're just we're ending pilot season soon here. And I just I don't get excited about TV auditions. I also don't have much experience doing it, so I don't feel good at it or confident at it. And I'm sure that shows in the room. Sure. I think Metcalf wasn't she wasn't comfortable doing TV work because she is a theater lady. Yeah. Like, you were on that's, one of the biggest shows I wonder ever. if any of that is like left over from Greece and you're like, this was <laughs> a stressful <laughs> situation. It was my first situation. Mm-hmm. It was... I, I think was so. Stomach. And I mean, that was weird because we're trying to like act for theater and yet knowing we're being filmed. You know what I mean? So like, sure. that's weird. Like TV auditions, like I just, I audition for them all the time. I've booked one thing in 10 years. So it just it shows that, and I'm not actually upset about that because I'm I like theater more. That's yeah. where I'm more, and I actually I love singing and dancing, and I feel like I would miss that if I transitioned into TV film full time. Sure. But I think what would be perfect is some sort of movie musical or a musical TV show or something to help kind of bridge the gap and help me feel more comfortable in my comfort zone before doing sure. something like legit TV wise. Um. But yeah, that's but Broadway really is a dream right now. I'm really content doing it. I love it. Um, obviously, yes, having you know a Tony Award someday would be awesome. But I feel like the minute you start kind of putting things like that, setting goals and having dreams is good. But it's like, oh, there's a billboard in my face. Like now what? Oh, then I want to win a Tony. Well, now what? Then I want to. Th- then you're just constantly climbing for like earthly things. Sure. And I feel like at the end of the day, you just have to love what you're doing. I think at the end of the day, you're like rewind little baby Laura I was like I want to be on Broadway there you go grown up oh, Laura's on Broadway you put it so well earthly things yeah yeah I mean if your soul is happy the rest is doing frosting. Broadway the, the rest, rest is, is a mirror glaze or just acting in general I feel like a lot of people strive for Broadway and if they don't get on Broadway they fail and the, honestly, you sh- if you love this, you should be able to do it in Chicago, Wisconsin, Anywhere. Minneapolis. Like, Broadway's the pinnacle, absolutely. But, like, I did a show in Chicago three years ago, and I loved it. I did, we did Bonnie and Clyde out of town in Florida, and it was awesome. You, you, you know left what I mean? school and didn't come to New York. You left school and went to... Minnesota to perform yeah. for a year. Yeah, so... So, at the end of the great. day, it's not like Broadway even has to be the goal. Sure. Um, you know, if you're it's good, fun. if you're great enough to make it here, yeah, and it is the pinnacle. And once you've done it, it is actually kind of hard to go back because you get spoiled yeah. on Broadway. You get costumes well, like specifically designed. You for live you. in New York, so when you book something elsewhere, there's the added, "I'm not home. I'm Absolutely. living out of a hotel for two months Absolutely. or six months, or I'm on the road for a year." Right. But if you're, if you like me, grew up in Minneapolis, like I was really content to do regional theater in Minneapolis yeah. for a while, and like that's cool too. Um, But I think you can have multiple dreams, yes. Um, I know a lot of people who want to write and direct. I actually don't have that bone in my body. I really like performing, and I like collaborating with a really smart director. I actually, I don't, I teach here and there, but I I like it, but I'm not like, oh, someday I really think when this is done, I really, I want to teach. I enjoy it here and there, but it's not, you know, a passion of mine to do that full time. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to bake. Do you like your concert work? 
I do like concert work. I like it more than teaching, even. I, I, I don't love it as much as being in a show with other people. I find sure. that concert, the concert world is a little more lonely because sure. it's like you and your music director. That's why I really <laughs> like the Broadway Princess Party is because it's with the two other two other gals and we have an awesome time. And like something like that where it's, or the Donnie Nova band from Bandstand has mm-hmm. started to do concerts together. Really? And like, That's awesome. Yeah, we I played Birdland. That. Yeah, so like stuff like that is cool because then you're with your people getting to do a concert. You make less money because you have to divide it more. Yeah, but, but like, it's it's creative control, and you can take things out of context yeah. and make them your own and change the key. And yes! <laughs> exactly! And it gives the audience a different look into who you are as a performer and stuff like that, too. It's more intimate, and once you gain the courage and the confidence in performing in that environment, it's actually really special. I have a passing the torch question from um, a listener, Jonathan in Denver. Um, (laughs) She is chewing Stephen's ear up. Get into it. You must have, it must be some sort of like... It's probably Something like on your skin. Sweater. It's like, it's like bacon, c- cologne, yeah, bacon whatever sure. it is that's like, mm, well, she's it. just in it. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> like in your ear. What movie is that? This reminds me of that Will and Grace episode hey, where Jack Can we, thank you. is doing that. Thank you very much. Thank you. I also have a little roller that will rub you PSA. I have a cat. Like, okay. We're good. That PSA with Karen. Yes. And he keeps sticking his tongue in her ear. Morning, ah! Dickerly. <laughs> Listener question, passing the torch. Yes. Um, specifically on Cinderella, your successor... Dana just fell off the balcony. <laughs> there you go. No, there's a... There's a mind I'm the gap. Okay. Please mind the gap. Okay. Watch your step. Um, you passed the torch to a pop star. Mm-hmm. And how was that maybe different from passing it to another Broadway star or another, like a Broadway debut? Another Broadway or actress, it's, yeah. It's... Um, It was interesting. It was obviously, it was my choice to leave Cinderella. There were five of us from the original cast that that left on our one-year mark. And so I I wasn't like I got fired or I was being replaced, which helped the situation. Sure. Um, And Carly Rae is the nicest, you guys. I have to say, she got me this gigantic... Oh, yeah, she's great. She's amazingly talented. Um, How long was she around before... Only like uh, like two weeks ish. She's kind of like followed you around and yeah, she only really followed me around. I think two performances, but she started wow. rehearsal like two to two and a half weeks before she went on. So she was like there during the days, mm-hmm. and then would watch the show here and there and trail me. Um, so she, because her attitude was so wonderful, and she wasn't storming in like she, you know, star casting like. Here yeah. I am. Where do I go? She was actually very humble and very like, I've never done this before, which was, um, it was it was really sweet actually, and it was I think um, she handled it really beautifully, and so I I don't really have a mean thing to say about her. She was, um, she was very classy about it. She got me a gigantic bouquet of flowers on my closing performance and came to watch. And um, did was she ask great. you a lot of questions about the part and you know like? This scene, like, what's 
actually happening? Why do, how is, how do kind of, but that's this? not actually my job. Uh, fortunately, sure. that's the stage manager sure. that kind of teaches her the show. I did have a nice conversation with her about like little tricks that I learned along mm-hmm. the way. Like yeah. the woman gives you the coin and then you have to catch the gourd with one hand. So what I do is I put the coin in my pocket and then I'm able to catch the gourd and then I fish it out, you know, in Later. the next scene with like stupid things like that sure. prop wise. Yeah. More that I, and like with the costume changes and things like that that I figured out. Like that you helped to build this, so you right. had the opportunity in rehearsal to to mess now, up what and are the figure out what works. Yes, what yes. It was. And she's more... coming and she's two weeks rehearsal with a stage manager, a couple of put-ins, follows right. you around, and then it's like here. And I the am. stage managers don't know the details of the prop handling. That's not their job. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're supposed to essentially like the stage managers and dance captains are supposed to know that everything that everyone does, but it's impossible. So it was things like the shortcuts and things like that that I kind of. Um, helped Carly with, but it wasn't like acting. It wasn't like acting notes and things like that. Oh, of course. Not. Oh, Layla, you want to get you wanna that come back up here? Or not? If you scoot back a little bit, I'm just afraid she's going to hit her head. Come here, babe. Come on. There yeah. we go. Okay. Um, and, you know, she had dance rehearsals with Joe Carroll, who was coming in to play the prince. So she, and they, the two of them were being replaced together. So, like, they got to practice together, which I think was helpful That's for them. super convenient. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, at the, I remember the day it was announced that Carly Rae was taking over, and I remember I remember doing the performance that night and being kind of emotional about it. I think, A, because it definitely put an end date on my time as Cinderella, mm-hmm. and that I was kind of being, like, they were bringing in someone famous to, like, replace me. But at the end of the day, I got to originate it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's something to be said yeah, for saying sure. I got to play the role before, before. Carly. So, um, you know, I think it's it's kind of this, like, bittersweet thing. But I think overall her attitude was so lovely that there was never never any sort of animosity or jealousy or anything, sure. which was you don't, awesome. We can cut this if you don't want to answer no, it. Okay. Um, did you go see her do it? Do I you did. you like going to see shows that you weren't in after you've done them? Great question. <laughs> I, yes, you squint. I do. Well, I, I know actually, some people really can't yeah. do it. It's too close. It's still their show. I actually, I've gotten to see everything I've been in except for Bonnie and Clyde and Bandstand um, because they didn't run long enough for me to leave and see them. Um, I actually am a big fan of getting to see the show. And I honestly, I will tell you honestly, I don't go with like a judgmental heart. I go to get to see what I was a part of. And just, again, support friends, like I said earlier. Like, and I remember going to see Carly Rae. And do I think, like, I think her voice style is overly contemporary for the Rodgers and Hammerstein score. So I'll say that off the bat. But was she, did she hit all the notes? Absolutely. And her personality was so lovable that I actually think she, like, character-wise, made a beautiful Cinderella. Um, I think, for me, it was special to get to see the show, too, just to to witness the magic from the audience perspective, sure. which I never got to see. Like, when she was, was at the ball, it was show. beautiful. But like, when Carly was at the ball, dancing, like, I remember at the first when she entered in that white dress, I was, it took my breath away. And I was like, was, did my dress sparkle like that? Yeah, you're like, I've never seen <laughs> this you dress. You haven't, lit. yes. Yeah. And I got, like, so emotional getting to watch it. And same thing, um, I got to see South Pacific several times because I was a replacement, so mm-hmm. I watched Kelly, and then I went back for Closing Night after I had left the show. I went back to watch Closing Night. I saw Grease. Um, I saw Ashley Spencer do it after she, when she replaced me, and I saw it. I took my vacation 
during Greece and it only was six days. And on the seventh day of the Sunday matinee, I went back and I snuck in the back and watched it. The stage manager knew I was there. Like they knew I was there, but, um, I just, I think it's really fun. I, I, I went back to see anything goes when Stephanie J block was in it too. I went for closing night of anything goes. And so, yeah, I think it's, for me, it's very special to get to sit out there. It's nostalgic. And it, sometimes it is close to your heart, but it is still the same show. Yeah. What was weird for me was I recently saw Carousel last week, and I did a production of that in Chicago. Yes. And, like, that more felt a little weird to me because I, I was, although this one on Broadway is beautiful, all I could keep thinking of is Chicago, our version American in Chicago. Opera. Which was, like, so funny. At least the show I'm seeing on Broadway is, like, the same show. It's just a different person. Sure, it's a different production. Yeah. Uh, They did not bring the Chicago production to New York. Exactly. So that, like, that was, that was a little more, like, out of body for me than, like, seeing the show I was in after I had left it. Yeah. And what's good is that I left all the shows, like, on good terms. Like, again, I was never, they were never, like, letting me go and replacing me. I think then I would be a little more, like, bitter or judgmental. I mean, you're such a theater fan. I am. First and foremost. I really I mean, am. If, if this podcast, <laughs> if you have not learned anything about Laura Austin's from this podcast, but she's a theater fan. I am. I, mean, I grew up listening to musical theater soundtracks. That's all I listen to. I'm such a musical theater nerd. So, Same. yeah, getting to sit and watch the shows was, has always been magical. Yeah. I have a list of, like, Spitfire questions for you that Great. have nothing to do with anything. Love it. Um, but we like to ask them to everyone. <clears throat> I'll do my best to answer quickly. <laughs> um, okay, what is your favorite show? Musical? Sure. Um, Light in the Piazza. What is the last movie you saw in theaters? Greatest Showman. What is the last thing that you ate? <laughs> Banana pudding. <laughs> what do you wish the last thing you ate was? Like a salad, probably, <laughs> to feel better about myself. Great. Um, please give us your best four bars of Gypsy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait, I've never done this show, and I don't know it as well as I like well playing as this I game should. at the Broadway flea market. Just whoever you see, ask them, best four bars of Gypsy. They're ready. Let me entertain you. Let me make you smile. I will do some old tricks, some old and then brand new tricks. I'm very versatile. What's that lyric? I'm so happy. So, what's the lyric? I'm not even going to tell you. Okay. No, she's so versatile, I she made up some, her own lyrics. I yep. will do some true tricks, some old I and will then. do some new tricks. New tricks. No, no some I old and then. I will do a few tricks. A few. Oh, yes. I will do a few tricks, some old and then brand new tricks. I'm very versatile. <laughs> Still wrong. Keep going. Yep. Um, Still wrong. <laughs> It's Laura. Uh, I'm sorry. Laura Osnes. Okay. okay, great. I changed so keys no too. baby Junes in your future. Nope, apparently okay. not. Um, Lacusa <laughs> or Lippa? Oh gosh, uh, Lacusa. Heels or flats? Heels. Who was your fourth grade teacher? Mr. Nylon. How many years have you lived in New York? Eleven. Um, celebrity crush? <laughs> Orlando Bloom or actually Johnny Depp? Who would you Ooh. love to work with? Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you never hope to I can't, you can't say that. That's mean. Great. Um, <laughs> if the person hears, it's bad. Betty Davis or Joan Crawford? Oh, I don't, um, Betty Davis. What do you order at Hooters? <laughs> Wings. Great. Great. What's your favorite cereal? Oh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. If you're in a crisis, who do you call first? Annalise Keating from How to Get Away with Murder or Olivia Pope from Scandal? I don't watch them either. I, it would just be Carrie picking. Washington. It would just be picking one. Great. Uh, I don't know Viola Davis. Great. Um, 
your dad or your boss gets their hands on your camera roll, which is the lesser of two evils? <laughs> actually, my my dad. I actually, I, my camera roll is fairly clean. Right. I would love my dad to see my life. <laughs> <laughs> Uptown or downtown? Oh, uh, oh, uptown. Uptown? Red, white, or rosé? Rosé! <laughs> and last question. Are you really as wonderful as you seem? Oh, my gosh. That was... I, you guys will have to tell me. I would never say that about myself. Am I? I, I don't think know. so. Yas, <laughs> queen. So. That was a great last we question. We only have oh, gorgeous professional people on our, on our podcast. Yeah. Guys, this is really fun. Lila clearly is like, am I as wonderful as I seem? We have one more question before we wrap up. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? (laughs) Oh, I know what this question is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your first impression of both of us? Oh, I have another question after that. Oh. Oh. Wow. I met you back a long time ago. Were you a musical, th- were you a BFA I, or BA? I, I was a BFA acting. BFA. I knew you were acting. Yeah. So we had like a class or two together. Yeah, we did. No, um, I remember thinking that you were beautiful and talented. I don't, I mean, I, I did think that of like everybody, but I remember you also. But me more so, right? Well, clearly. Obviously. You more so than anybody. I remember also thinking like you had this edgy first impression to you, which is probably true. I don't know. I'm looking at Dana and one side of her head is shaved and the other isn't. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. That's, um, thank you so much. <laughs> but Gorgeous. Like, I, I, yeah. I mean, first impression. It's funny how, like, first impressions basically mean, like, what do you look like? <laughs> like, kind of. I don't kind know. Like, or like, like, what vibe? What vibe? Yeah. I mean, you were like, professional out the bat. Off the bat? Out of the out bat? of the gate, out of, out the, of the gate, or of off the, the bat? Sports, off the bat. Right, sports. Um, no hashtag sports. No. Yeah. You, hashtag sports. No. Out of the gate. No, I remember you like being, like, ser- like I feel like you took it seriously, but you also had this silly side and with like a little bit of edge, but Tons. also you were gorgeous. Tons. That's weird. Stephen, I just met so today. Good. Seemed instantly friendly and kind, and he handed me banana pudding. So you know. <laughs> Like favorite person. Boom. We asked this question because I think first impressions are important. But I think in they life. are. Aren't they and interesting? People always kind of remember. I also think it's funny when they're um, either incorrect or have changed. <laughs> like you meet somebody, I'm like, I really didn't like you for a long time, or I thought you hated me yeah. for yes. the longest time. Yeah. We actually had a guest once who was like, I thought you were like a mean girl, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, same. uh, (laughs) Then I like loved you. When Orfe did our podcast, she thought that I used to talk trash about her on the Broadway World message boards. For real? Yeah, because I asked How her to do it. How did she know that? I asked her to do it and she's She's like, yeah, I'd be happy to do it. By the way, didn't you used to hate me on Broadway World? I was like, no, girl. How dare you? She is a social media I'm Team Paulette. Mm -hmm. Team Paulette. So wait, were you on? Are you on the chat boards? But uh, no. Okay, so like, why did she think it was you? No idea. No idea. I don't think but I've ever been story. to a chat board ever in my life. Yeah, I, message boards are not my jam. It's just bad. You just have to stay away. Ooh. I have been in my life, and then I've learned it's just not. I'm wise. assuming as a public person. Now you before stay Facebook, away. it was a good place my to space. find information. Oh. Yeah. Going on Broadway World and like seeing the message, like, hey, like, where's the stage door for this theater? And oh, I would stuff just like Google that. that, or I would like, I don't check message boards for things like that. I check like 
I'll search like the show and then go to the show's website. Or now it's like sure. Today Ticks has every show in their theater yes. and like Broadway, you know, world yes. has them all. But now it's I just I almost hear about it directly from people before I see the headline. It's like right. this is happening. I'm like oh yeah, I heard that yesterday. Right, right, right. Great. Interesting. Okay. There's a nor'easter in New York City, and um, there's no show tonight. What's your movie? What are you watching? Oh. Do you I know don't mind. What? I haven't. Or let's let's say a blizzard. We were almost gonna watch last night. I haven't seen Coco yet. Oh, it's so good. And I that's kind of the next one. I kind of so need to see it. Good. I'm gonna watch it. Also Sideways mo- Crocodile Tears. Oh, really? <laughs> do you guys are, do you guys use bitmojis? All day. I am all day. I am all day. I want to see your bitmoji. <laughs> are you ready? I'm gonna just send you all the text and bitmojis. Oh perfect. Um so I, that's the what I pictured. The cro- the sideways tears. You know who has a good bitmoji? Who? Kate Baldwin. Oh really? Yeah. Kate. I'm gonna text With her. With that I'm red hair. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys know they did like an update like two weeks ago? I saw because. Did you update yet? I don't know John what this said, is. You don't have a bitmoji. No. Oh, Dana, get ready. So they fine. have your hairdo. Elderly. There's a happy Passover really? one. They have my hairdo. Yeah. They, I'm sure they well, have. Well, now they use your face. You, they take a picture and it like builds it for you, and then you can change. Tweaky things if you don't like the nose Tweaky it gave you, things? but it's cool. Like this is all the little like things they have. Like it's is they have you? they have a saying for everything. Yeah. And yes, essentially you create like yourself, like a little. So avatar everyone has of the yourself. same keyboard, but it's that's why everyone you. looks like themselves yeah. in this. Yeah, I think it's. it's oh my so god! Fun. But like lit, like they're so funny. Look how cute you are. She's with your so cute. Crown. Look at you lolling. <laughs> lolling. Lol. 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 Yeah, look, she's cute. Serving facts. Yes. <laughs> You've got my vote. I just think there's so there's like a bitmoji for everything. There really is. So Anytime cute. you want to say anything, like it's like there's a big bitmoji oh, made for so it. Funny. Yeah. So that's what I thought of. So Coco. And then also we watched the preview for Molly's game. The Molly game? Molly game? Molly's, Molly's game. game. Molly's that's why game. I mentioned Jessica Chastain and her mind games. There you go. Yeah, see, yes. there you go. That, that's that's it. what I was referencing, that's your I think. Yeah. And I haven't seen it yet, but we watched the preview for it last night, and I was like, that looks amazing. Yeah. Is that your flavor? Like, are you into those darker... I don't casino. know. I like... <laughs> Poker. I mean, I really liked... I mean, I did really like, like, Mission Impossible, things like that. They're not my go-to. I mean, Disney is, like, my go-to. Sure. You know? But, like, every once in a while, a good, like, adventure movie, because I don't like too scary or too violent... Which is why I'm like, oh. I can't do American Horror Story. Can't no. Like, can't oh. I love Kathy Bates and Sarah Paulson, and I wish them well in their careers. I barely I cannot got through watch the birds. I did, I did the, watch the OJ one, but it was a little <gasps> more mind. It was OJ was good. OJ was so good, right? And yes. I'm like friends with Darren, so we're watching it, but every episode I'm like, oh, it's just, it's a little graphic. It's a little yeah, much. OJ was good, and Feud was good. Feud was good. That wasn't supposed to be scary or anything. No, no, it wasn't no. about... Like American Horror Story, like Hotel, like all of that. Clowns, I can't with clowns. Oh, clowns! My husband hates. Nothing clowns. scarier than a clown. <gasps> but then things like National Treasure, like those, I like, love like the solving the thing, and like escape rooms. Have you guys done escape rooms? <gasps> no. Oh, you guys need to do like Escape the Room. Have you guys ever done? Can we do that? Can we do that? Is that the name I, of our live show? Maybe. You guys. How quickly they, can you get out of the room? No more, it's about like cr- it's like critical thinking, like cracking codes and solving things. Oh, like fine. that's what's yeah. It, there, it's I can get into that. We would kill each other. Watching that would. together. 
No, being in Doing an escape it. room. Oh, being in an escape the room. Yes. Oh, this isn't a visual. No, no, no. no. no an You're locked in a room for an hour and you have to like crack codes and like find clues to get out. I feel like Kathy Lee and Hoda did that once and they. I feel like there's an episode of Felicity where they do that. And it turns out to be somebody's like diorama and just like. Oh, and Can you tap out of that? Can you just be like. I don't know what's going on. I need out. You can't tap out, but you can get, like, three clues. There's, like, a voice of God. There's, like, someone from the from the whatever company yeah. that watches you. Yeah. And if you get stuck, like, really stuck, they'll chime in with a clue and help you. But it's an hour. You have an hour, and it's a team of, of you know, of you guys. But, like, nothing dangerous can happen. You're just yeah. stuck in one space, and you have to They do out have, like, zombie escape rooms that, like, the no. zombies are after you. Nope. I have no can't way. No, no, I would never do that. But never. you're just stuck in a room with no doors. And you have to figure out. Or there's like, like a door, or some of them there's like two rooms, and yeah, you have to go between the two. It's like a set. It's almost like a set. I did one that was in like an apartment. I see. And like in the in like the, all the doors in the kitchen are locked, so you're like, where's the key, and how do I get in, or how do I find out the combination? Uh, and it's in the book that's on the shelf on the third page of the whatever that tells you to go to the bathroom <laughs> and get the thing from the mirror that tells you to get the key and to it's open the in thing. In the pill bottle. Like Great. it's thing. It's like it's like stuff oh, like that. Fun. It's very fun. fun. I know. So you have to have the like the mentality for You have it. to be in the right mood with the right people exactly. and the right room. True. Don't throw and me in a And I also can room. get too competitive. Like, what I do, too, just, like, who's going to be the leader? Because if there's two leaders, that's also, like, going, like, sure. if there's one person kind of heading it up and then, like, Nate, like, my husband kind of hates stuff like that, so he's like, I'll just look for clues and then when I find something, give it to somebody to figure out. Like, some people think critically like that, mm-hmm, other people yeah. are just good at finding things. Sure. But it's fun. It's, it's, and then when you win, because it's hard to win, it's, like, so rewarding. You're like, we did it! That is a hot anyway. tip from Laura Osnes, you guys. Escape the rooms. I'm intrigued. If you're it's ever in exciting. New York City. I mean, I feel like big cities would have that. They would do, yeah. Work? More and more of them are starting to happen. What would you say, um, we already know you're a triple threat. What would you say your fourth threat is? <laughs> um, is it fourth, escape rooms? Fourth not, not quite. I wish I was as good at that. Um, I do like board games and things like that. Um, every, most people know I like to bake. So, like, I, I only watch really, like, Food Network when mm-hmm. I'm not watching Coco or, like, good movies. <laughs> um, I love, like, yeah, like, Master Chef and Chopped and silly things like that. So you like, like the that, competition so. shows Apparently. as opposed to the how-to barefoot contessas. I'm, in- yes. I'm intrigued by yeah. the, the, these are the ingredients and they make no sense, make sense make of it. Sure. Love that. Yep. I love when kids do that because Me kids too, have a way of too. thinking that adults, we've just, we've eaten too much food to know that these two things could never go together. But right. a kid's yeah. like, never had that. I'm sure everything's better in chocolate. I'll just throw it in the chocolate. Yep. Very smart. Creative. Are you, did you so watch creative. Nailed It? No. Oh, Wait, Laura. what's Nailed It? Laura. Oh, gosh. <gasps> did you know there's a Bitmoji that's Nailed It? I did. Laura, as an amateur baker, yes. you're going to lose your mind. Up. I can't wait. It is. Um, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix. I think it's a Netflix original. Yeah. It's 30 minutes. And it is competition baking for bad bakers. So they're given, like, here's a princess tower cake. Recreate it, you have two hours go. Oh, wow. And everything about it is just under. The host is hilarious, but like just under and kind of <laughs> phoning it in. Jacques Torres is one of the judges, oh my gosh. and then they have like a celeb. Do you know Zach Young? I know that name. He's a baker, but he's like in the Broadway world oh. somehow because he was on it because he's a cool. professional. I'm, cake I'll look him up. Person. I'll look him up. And everyone was like, ah, so funny. Hilarious. And it's just the worst result. Isn't it? I mean, it's based on the, isn't it, Instagram or Pinterest board of, like, nailed it. All of these oh, are really like bad. Like, this is what it, it should look like. 
this is what mine looked like. Yeah. Oh, Nailed it. Because like, everyone's watching Great British Baking Show, and they're like, yes. I could do that. And you're like, yeah, it looks Or like the Olympics. I got this. <laughs> right. Tried to make my son a Minions cake. And then you do it. Failed. Failed. It's <laughs> <laughs> the perfect 24 minutes Hilarious. before bed where you're just Great. like... It's so good. It's on Netflix, you said? It's on Netflix. Great. Now that there's really six good. episodes. Great. Great. We'll look it up. They're That's hilarious. so funny. All right. I'm totally into it. But yeah, like MasterChef Junior, like mm-hmm. with the kids, you know, making things. Oh, wait, that's totally it. So maybe cook, maybe like and baking. kids are also not yeah. in it for the money. Even I if there is a cash prize, like they, they don't know the value and of $10,000. And I love, they're like nine, do- nine years old and they're like, I've been cooking since my whole life, <laughs> since I was three. And you're like, wow, it's yeah. like four years. Good. Uh-huh. Good job. Or when like when they get kicked off, speaking of reality shows earlier, they're like, keep baking, keep cooking. Yeah. Like, instead of like, yeah. keep, instead of like keep singing, they're like, keep cooking. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so Look funny. like no one's eating. We got yeah. it. <laughs> yes, that's totally it. Like, <laughs> It's so big, like nobody's hungry. Yeah. (laughs) Like Lou Weasel has a squeak in it. (laughs) Your squeaker's leaking. You have a leak in your squeak. I can't handle. Oh, you guys. That's good. We should make a T-shirt or hashtag. Oh, I want like a like a pie tin that just says "Bake like no one's hungry." Bake like exactly. You guys, we went into business with Laura Asnes. We are yep. now selling <laughs> Bake Like No One Is Eating. Accoutrement. We started our own Pinterest board. Right? Right, Lila. Right. Did we have any other funny questions we thought of this morning over eggs? <laughs> yeah, we had a power, power Great. breakfast. Great. What's power, your brunch power, order? Power when you go to brunch, do you order off the lunch brunch or the breakfast brunch? Usually breakfast brunch. Agreed. Because then there's more drink pairings. True. And, yeah, I, I usually will enjoy, like, a breakfasty thing and, like, a hamburger at, like, 11.30. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, still feel, like, in the breakfast zone. You know what? I really like sharing brunch because mm-hmm. I always want a little something sweet and a little something savory. And if I get only the French toast, I'll be sugared out. And if I get only the omelet, I'll go, I need some I French need toast. So my husband is usually very good about, we usually get one sweet, one savory at brunch. What's your brunch spot? Share. Oh, gosh. We have a few. I love Sarah Best is always popular. I, Randomly, Le Pen Quotidien, we like brunch. Delish. Um, we're talking about going maybe to Tavern on the Green tomorrow for yeah. Easter brunch. Ooh. Have you guys been there? Oh, for sweet. Brunch? Not for brunch. Really Not beautiful. for brunch, but for dinner, late night, Drinks. jazzy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Have you done good enough to eat? Wait, yes. Love it. I've only done it, I think, twice. Love it Best up there. Best bacon in the city. Yes. Very good bacon. Um, favorite brunch ever, the Rainbow Room. If you oh, are rich really? and can go. Wrench <laughs> <laughs> is like, I think, $125. I've, always, I've gone twice, and it's been on someone else's dime. And it's magnificent. Go hungry because buffet. buffet. And menu, that's just, you can order whatever you want, and they bring it to you. So it's a, you pay, but then you can order in, but then they have a menu as well that is included. And you can order anything you want off the menu, order more, order a second one, order it and have two bites, and then order the next thing. I love eating experiences. I do, too. Me, three. I love an experience. I'll pay some extra dollars for... A story. Bring yeah. like a parent there for like Mother's Day, Father's Day, or like a birthday. Okay. Go for a fancy thing or a couple. Make a friends. reservation. I don't want to yep. somebody tweeting at us. Make a re- and they were closed. <laughs> I tried to go, but it was busy. <laughs> right, and they are they're closed sometimes. So make sure you call on the weekend before you go to the Rainbow Room for brunch. I didn't even know that there was. I know. 
I just told you now, you know. It's divine. What, what can you, you teach know. us in a minute? A time step. I mm. only know a triple time step. Tap oh. was never my thing. I... Give well, me, triples, give me the, a, give triples me an, the one you need to know, so that's what I Give me an Alanis Morissette lyrical any day. There you go. But tap was not. Like Sandy Patty. I was great at... Sandy Patty? My lyrical... Oh, yeah. My oh. lyrical... Via my De La Rosa? Dan- Via De La Rosa was my lyrical dance my senior year of high school. Well... Down the Via De La Rosa. Yeah. Yep. Sandy Patty. Remember? Oh, I grew up yeah. on Sandy Patty. Tori Amos, Tracy Chapman, Anita Franco. Yeah. Those uh, were my... I still listen uh, to Amy Grant Christmas. Still have the Christmas album. Hello. And Insane Christmas. Wayne Craig loves Amy Grant. I like the John Denver Christmas album oh, with the Muppets. Oh, yes. So good. And Gorge. Whitney. Because vocal Because it's Whitney. Because Whitney. Because vocal And that little drummer boy is just... Oh, Whitney's little drummer boy? My favorite drummer boy is... Justin Bieber. My oh. favorite drummer boy? No, he sings it, and it's <laughs> My bad. favorite oh. little drummer boy. Great. Because he's so genuine, like, <clears throat> and you're like, stop making dude. it sexy. Yeah, right. What you are can't. you doing? Marie Holzman and I was really into Billy Gilman <laughs> in college. Oh, Do you yes. remember Billy? Do I? And he has a holiday album that he, like, does, like, sleigh sure ride does. duet with, like, Charlotte Church. Like, oh, you it, wanted to talk about your Meisner class. Oh, I, no, I don't, we don't need, to, don't need to. We don't need to do that. Great. <clears throat> I mean, it was awful. Great. It was awful. Good. It I'm was, glad you thought so. It was too. awful. I mean, that's hard because <laughs> did I learn from it? Sure. D- did I cry every day? Yep. Yeah. This is not did an it, endorsement. Did it challenge me? Yes. Would I ever do it again? No. no. <laughs> like... It's exactly how I felt. Do you know? It was like, I'm just right. going to say it, my Instagram class was awful. It was awful. And to be honest, when I'm on stage in a show, I'm not, I'm not like... You're busy doing other things. You don't say... I haven't found it applicable. There's another way of saying, listen to your scene partner, than this Then repeating technique. what they say and saying it back, like... You're angry? Of course I'm angry. Like you the the end result of every exercise is I'm angry because you like you get frustrated, you frustrated with each other. Are you frustrated? I'm frustrated. Are you frustrated? I am frustrated. Like I yes. You you're supposed to like I'm frustrated. Now I'm fr- now I am frustrated. <laughs> you're like, jeez. And because, yes, I cried every day. But because we're so young and we didn't really know the rules of my right. like it just kind of got nasty. It did. Like your hair looks weird today. My hair looks weird today. Yeah, like, we're gonna work again. You didn't know where to start. Right. You're just like, um, I don't know what's going on. You're not listening to me. I'm not listening to you. Okay. This is I know. Weird. Okay. It's this just weird. weird. Sometimes I'm not here to listen to you. Or it's sometimes weird. I can't because a dog is in there. Right. right. It's a really roundabout way of um, listening to your sleep partner. I agree. And it was roundabout. Like it's not effective. I never found it very like actually applicable and useful. Yeah. Really. And I, I love those shoes. Like, are those Jessica Simpson? What are those? They sure are. Yeah. I saw them. I have the leopard print ones. And I, I wanted those ones, but they... I love Jessica Simpson footwear. Me too. Her, the she heels. makes really good shoes. Really cute really? heels. Yeah. Is that what she's been up to? Oh, she's a fashion Does she have an empire? Fashion line. Yeah. She has an empire. Good for her. I have a few... Um, Coats? Things. She makes like a lot of like drapey... Fringy, like it's yeah, it is kind of countryish. Yeah, but she also has like a for cool, all body doesn't types. she have like a um, like workout line as well? Maybe not. Maybe Possibly. I mean, Kate these Hudson are workout. Kate Hudson. Maybe that's something. Fabletics. 
Yes. But my feet hurt today, so I took... I actually had booties on that look like your shoes. These are Jessica Simpson. They are. I am. Um, I think... So good. Into it. You should so get those, because you were saying yours aren't comfortable. Yep. Yep. You have flamingos on your socks. I do. Are they cute? They're in love. They are! <laughs> I actually never noticed that! Oh, they're kissing flamingos! <laughs> they're in love. Jessica Simpson, look, we're shoe twins. Yeah, they're making... Oh. Tongue. Flamingo tongue. <laughs> Just kidding. They're not touching. Okay, final. I mean, do you have anything to plug? Do you have, where can people find you online? Here's the thing. I I was just home and my family asked the same thing. My dad is like, how can we know what you're doing? Because they're not really on social media. Lila. Um, And there's this new thing called Playbill Universe. If you guys go on playbill.com and or search Playbill Universe, there's a website. And I'm very good about telling them my upcoming things so when I'm not in a show I do concerts and things and you can go to Playbill Universe and search my name Laura Osnes Lila and it says um, all of my like upcoming concerts and things that I'm doing whether they're in New York I have a thing coming up in Nashville Um, I Broadway Princess Party is going to San Francisco um, and other places and that well it's all on Playbill Universe if you don't follow me on social media and if you do I, I post all the things usually on Twitter or Instagram and you're just at Laura Osnes. Yeah. I'm going to look at that. Easy's pie. Yeah. Well, you're going to teach me how to do a single time step. Great. In a minute. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, we're going to sign and off for now. What else? Thank you so much for having us you at your home on Thank this you. lovely day outside. I love that we got to be outside me during too. a lovely day. Me too. I'm. Thank you for having me. Thank you for chatting about life and bringing me pudding and being so gracious with my dog. <laughs> it is so great to see you after Likewise, all of so these many years. years. Way too many years. I'm really yeah. honored that you guys thought of me and had me on here. So thanks. Anytime. Dream guest. Our podcast Honey. is your podcast. All right, let's go do that time stamps. Okay. Do you want to do it out here? (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, that's my job. I have to hit stop. In the Room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizee and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize, and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Wiener, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessewiener.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at In The Room Pod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.